This is a short bite episode of Homeschool Together. Hello and welcome to Homeschool Together, short bite edition. Ariel, do you have any sheep? <laughs> no. Can do I... you have any clay? No. Can I trade you wheat for stone? <laughs> Today we are talking about Catan. And not just Catan, regular Catan, but we'll also be talking a little bit about Catan Jr., uh, a game that we got for Christmas. Santa came and brought us Catan Jr. for our little ones, and we've been playing a little bit of it, and we've been enjoying it. So we're going to talk a little bit about Catan. So Catan is kind of that, you know, 10 years ago, you couldn't find Catan in like a Walmart or a Target or anything yeah, like that. Yeah, the official now, title is Settlers of Catan. Settlers of Catan, yeah. There's Catan, Catan. Catan. I mean, we could tomato, tomato. Catan, yes. Yeah, <laughs> don't I, hate uh, us. Yeah. I don't know. We think it's Catan. Catan. I've, Catan. I've, heard, uh, I've heard it done multiple ways. We could just so. do the uh, the name where you're, like, you're unsure and you just cough. You're just like, <coughs> Catan. Catan. <laughs> <You know? laughs> <laughs> but anyway, uh, Catan. So th- it's a game that um, you see everywhere now. And it's really common. It was on uh, Big Bang Theory. Big Bang Theory. We're gonna have to link that clip on YouTube because it's really it's fun and it kind of the what we did a very poor parody of it. Yeah. Um, But basically, about ten fifteen years ago, it is popular now. Board games kind of had this huge resurgence. It was you know kind of the rise of the nerd culture kind of came in, Mm -hmm. and board games kind of took on a life of their own. uh, Got really really popular. And that's when we started to see these Euro games of Settlers of Catan. Uh, and Carcassonne and things started to kind of make their way across the pond. Yeah, and and, and that, that was right that it, when we, yeah. we we met and yeah, we, we met, kind of yeah. started getting into games together. We were right at that inflection point. Yeah, great, great websites like Board Game Geek, um, Dice Tower, things of that nature, kind of forums that were built around the board gaming, um, print and plays, you know, cra- dungeon crawls, things of that nature kind of took on a life of their own, kind of came into the mainstream, and we've seen this huge explosion, some would say a bubble, a growing bubble of uh, board games, but uh, just kind of this revitalization of board games in general. And I think, you know, we've always said that Catan's kind of that gateway drug for people Mm -hmm. who are the normal people who, you know... (laughs) Your Monopoly folks. Your Monopoly folks. That's nothing against the Monopoly folks. Uh, Trouble, sorry. Those type of like traditional Milton Bradley type of games. And then there's the real board game people. And there's the kind of that bridge between the two that if you 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 kind of had this desire to play more board games, but you just like, I go to Walmart or I go to Target or whatever, and I just see, yeah, you know. Well, and there used to really be just these very basic, you know, you had party games and your, and your yeah. normal Milton Bradley and Parker Brothers type of games. And then you had these incredibly complex uh, Dungeons and Dragons and some really complex uh, board, uh, like Risk, and not even Risk isn't very complex, but other war-type board games yeah, that were very strategy, complex. strategy, kind of turn-based strategy. There, yeah. there really wasn't a whole lot in the middle. Yeah. And and that's what was such a great thing about this this um, kind of the rise of the Euro game and bringing it over to the, the United States but into is English. Catan, is Catan a Europe? Was it was yeah, it made by someone? I believe. Well, it's a it's a. Um, I would always say these are the Klaus ga- Tuber games. Yeah, so I yeah, think so. I think yeah. it's a it's a German game and Carcassonne as well. Yeah. Uh, Ticket to Ride. These are the games that, that have the Der Spiel Award, the German uh, board game award, uh, kind of emblem, the star medal on the right, side. Right, and I don't remember. I think Catan won it in like the mid nineties. So Catan. So this game's been around for a while. Yeah, yeah, it was. It's been around for quite a bit, but it really didn't. 
become mainstream here. Uh, it was, until it was an overnight success. Years ago. Fifteen years in the making. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It really, it really came and, and became successful. I think what's great about it is one of the one of the the staples of European board games that we really mm-hmm. like is the ability for uh, anyone to come back at any time, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Like you're never all the way out of it. European board games do a great job of ensuring that you can kind of always get back in, which I love. Right. I mean, nobody wants to play Monopoly, and at some point, you just like you get decimated, decimated, and you keep mortgaging everything and trying to like hold on to the last bucks until you die. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just it's like a slow descent into hell, right? Yeah. So, <laughs> so I think what I what I like about this is for most European board games, the scores at the end end up being fairly close. Um, typically, like yeah. like when we play with with family and friends, it's usually not like a super blowout. And the, there's always yeah, the, the ability to designed, kind of get yeah. back in, you know, to give like you the, second chances. The Quacks of Klubenberg is a really good example. This is another mm-hmm. game that maybe we'll talk about in the future. But there's this element where that if you're so far behind, they give you this nice bonus and right. that keeps you in the game. And then maybe that momentum will help, you know, propel you back into the lead type of thing. And Catan's a really good example of that where, you know, even though you do have a lot of, a lot of luck of dice rolling, you know, the dice can get hot in a certain manner and that will benefit you. Mm-hmm. We see this also with space base as well, where like just the, the dice just keep throwing fives or right. keep throwing eights and then it just can pays out for that one person. This is a really nice it's a nice mixture of luck and strategy, and mm-hmm. the strategy isn't too heavy, which I think is great. Yeah. So so let's get into it a little bit. So for traditional settlers of Catan, and there are many variations. There are seafarers and traders and barbarians and cities and knights, and there's all kinds of expansions, but just the basics. It's uh, hexagonal tiles, uh, and each one has a different number on it, mm-hmm. which cor- would correspond to a number on the dice. And um, then they're all arranged in their different resources on every different tile. And you're placing your little t- towns and then making them yeah. a, a settlement and then making them a, a, a city, right? Yeah, a city. Um, you grow them. And every roll of the dice, if you have a, a settlement or a city that's connected to that um, number that gets rolled, then you get that resource. So, okay, I'm on the one with stone, so I'm going to get stone every time a six is rolled or whatever. So... Every time that every player rolls, every person's going to get resources. The and whole table. This, which I yeah, love that. Too. This is a dynamic. I think we've brought this up before, where you, you and I, I we really like the ga- the games where everybody is playing all the time. Right. You have to wait for one person to yeah. take a lengthy turn, and nothing happens. You roll the dice, and we both will get resources if exactly. we're in the right place. So it's a great uh, luck element. And then you've got these s- settlements and cities, uh, and you're building roads between to try to get to new resources and claim new settlements and you're mm-hmm. getting victory points. So it's really great because it's always a ra- it can be a random kind of configuration. There's different ways to set up the board mm-hmm. um, and you trade resources and things, but it's, there's like five resources. It's not that complex, uh, you know, and there's a nice, nice, easy kind of strategy, right? It can be complex where you can definitely play some very intense games of Catan or you can play very light games. Exactly. And there's a lot of trading element. And so, yeah, it's kind of like dice rolling, resource gathering, building. Right. Very simple. In order to build a settlement or a city or to build a road, you need to have certain groupings of resources. Oh, okay. I need to have brick and lumber in order to build roads, for example. Mm -hmm. Um, Or I need to have this other configuration to build settlements and so when you have those you play them and you build so you're all just kind of managing resources resource management games are just really great for kids right they have to think about uh, what do i need and how do i get that Mm -hmm. and then planning ahead you know where am i taking my roads 
and, and where do I want to put my settlements? And there's an element too of being able to move a, a robber character. If you roll mm -hmm. a seven, you get to move it and you get to cover up one of the numbers on one of the other tiles so that other people don't get resources. So there's a sort of strategy there too. Lots of, you know, good number recognition. So it's a, it's a really, it's a great game for kids. And we were talking about this before the show. We're mm -hmm. thinking like Settlers of Catan, it's probably seven, seven or eight up. you could yeah. probably play, well, yeah, maybe with a little adult guidance, but it's not too complex. Mm -hmm. We've played this game. Um, we've we played it with a lot of help for our younger child, uh, but we've played this all the way up with uh, grandparents, and everybody really enjoys it. In fact, your your mom's quite good at Catan. She's a shark. She's mm -hmm. a Catan shark. She's very good. Uh, so, yeah. so it's it's just a great game. And then they have made a fantastic junior edition. And I think that's where it fits more with in the line with what we're going to talk about today is this new variation on the same game. So so yeah. how do, how is it like so we've just explained Catan and actually probably most people listening to this may have played or know of Catan mm -hmm. and, you know maybe even have it on their shelves. So what's a little bit different? What's the di different dynamic in the junior edition? So I, I've been very, I'm going to fess up, I'm totally prejudiced against junior editions. Mm -hmm. Before this Christmas, but, I have been like... But I did the math for you, right? You, you always had the issues like, oh, I'm going to buy a game that I can only play until they're yeah. seven Oh, it's, it's a watered down version. So here's here was my you know preface, my ignorant opinion about these junior games. I thought, <laughs> okay, it's a watered down version of the regular game. Yep. I'm only going to be able to play it with them for a couple of years. It cost me 20 or 30 bucks. Is it like really worth it for me to get the junior like can yeah, we just can we just uh you know make some of the rules easier ourselves and mm -hmm. play on teams or something and then i don't have to invest in a yet another board game that's only going to last a couple of years this was my ignorant opinion everybody now now that we own ticket to ride first journey which mm -hmm. we talked about on last week's episode and Catan Jr., my, I, I am a believer. You've seen the light. Hallelujah. And we talked to Danielle at Board Game Babies, and she talked about my first Castle Panic, which happens to be in my uh, present closet upstairs now because, you know, I'm, I'm now on the junior kick. So here's <laughs> the deal. Here's why I think it is great. Um, one, junior, these junior editions are not, this is not Monopoly Junior or Clue Junior, right? This is, they did a really great job of, changing the rules in thought and and, and the theme in really mm -hmm. thoughtful ways uh the game is something that our kids are going to play for you know let's see so our our oldest is five she'll play Catan jr until she's maybe eight she may play it beyond that with our younger child mm -hmm. who's going to play it for a few years these kids will play it together they'll probably play this game for four to five years in this house Right, I had a fun time playing it as an adult, so I think that the longevity on it is really going to be good. Secondly, they've just done such a great job altering the theme. So whereas Catan is about you building your settlements and your cities and things, Catan Jr. is about, it's all pirate themed. So you've mm -hmm. got your pirate layers and your little ships going between mm -hmm. areas, and there's a, a lot less you know, there's there's a lot simpler. It's a single die, so you're not trying to get up to 12, right, with a two-die roll. So that's really great. It's got great artwork, high-quality components. The resources are physical things, so they're not just cards with a picture on it. They're actually little punched-out pieces, yeah. and, and they have less resources. Um, so it's just the trading system that they've made is unique. What they did here, I guess what I'm saying is, it's not like we could have taken Catan 
changed the rules a little bit and made this game, this which is, is how I feel about other junior th- editions. This is, I mean, it may be a junior edition of that has similar gameplay as the, the bigger game, but this is a fundamentally different game. I mean, it is. you are building similar things. Similar mechanics, yeah. but a, a totally different game. Yeah, and, and even the resources are different, and mm-hmm. the tiles are different. So when they eventually get old enough to play Catan, Catan will not be old. It will be something new. Mm-hmm. Like they're not, they won't have been playing, you know, bricks, you know, wheat, stone, you know, forest, right. you know, wood and whatnot. That those will not be the concepts they understand. So when they do actually get into Catan, they'll see similarities in the in the plane of the of the tiles, like in the ships and then the settlements. But that will be the only thing that is in common with the with the more mature game. This is really like, I don't know, I don't even know if it's Catan. It's more like pirates parentheses Catan you know yeah, pirates like, for children you know it's, it's almost like it's really, somebody somebody took the best parts of the mechanics of Catan yeah. the resource management trading element um you know the strategy of building and and mm-hmm. managing resources and and they've they've wrapped it in a completely different game essentially almost, yeah different theme yeah, yeah and it, it's not just the theme i think they've gone they've gone further like you said changing mm-hmm. the resources and uh, making them more tactile and things it's going to feel fundamentally different and that's why i think i've been anti-junior games because i yeah. felt like this is just the same game the, they're trying to yeah, get an extra a simplified 20, version of the original. a simplified version of it and they're trying to get an extra 20 bucks out of me yeah. or whatever or 30 bucks but we played games. it and it felt like a different game it did it felt fundamentally different and, and, and as and the adult and as the adult guiding the five-year-old to play and she did pretty good um, she did she got it, it was a little bit too long for her like at five years old i think this might be better with like a six-year-old and maybe a little bit above. I think that's what it recommends on the mm-hmm. board, I on the box. Accurate. She was able to hang in there all the way to the end. She actually won, I think. Right. Yeah, and she, so. yeah, she won. But you know, we, she needed some guidance towards the end because she was getting a little burned out on the on the mechanics. So maybe a little young for five years old. I, I think that definitely during this five-year-old period with some playtime. She's going to be good. I think that this is something that's it's it's a great age to get it. Yes. I don't know if the, if a five year old will be able to just like snap and no. pick it up right away. But, but she's it's ready a great to, thing to grow yeah. into, right? We and always, she's ready to level up her game playing right now. Right, and we always try to try to choose things that are, you know, just a, a bit of a stretch yeah, challenge. That's a, that's, and that, and that, that's true for almost everything we do, whether it's books, whether it's activities, whether it's painting, you know, whether it's you know arts and crafts, things of that nature. We always try to go just a little bit more so kind of pulls her up and then we let her settle into the new normal and this is a game that i think would help pull her up into more of a complex thinking yeah yeah we've played it a couple of times with her and you know we'll let it sit on the shelf for a little bit play some things that are easier and then we'll go back and she'll mm-hmm. get better at it every time she plays i i think it's absolutely terrific i think yeah, if it's you it's goodbye it's a goodbye yeah if you don't own any Catan games so far um and you have you know kind of middle elementary children i would buy regular Catan and then you know, see if that's going to work for you, even with some just basic simplifications. But if you have early learners that are in that early elementary set, Catan Junior is fabulous. And if you it's already own Catan, I, I just time, would yeah. say this this exceeded far exceeded my expectations. I I kind of rolled my eyes a little bit and I thought like uh, I was trying to grease this for more money. But I they think didn't. this is really good yeah, because the box art is kind of deceiving. It kind of has that. Um, almost like the isn't the seafarers blue? Yeah, yeah I think it kinda, so. It looks kind of similar. Yeah, it kind of has that similar look and feel, but it's actually like inside. It's a different game. We were actually very surprised and pleasantly surprised. Yeah, I think it, I think it's absolutely terrific. So if you own Catan, check out Catan Junior. If you haven't heard of any of them, 
do yourself a favor buy regular Catan. It's fantastic. Um, it's one of those keeper games that you'll probably have forever. So yeah, highly recommended. Thanks so much for joining us today and making us a part of your homeschool journey. Please engage with us on social media. Join our Homeschool Together podcast group on Facebook and find us at Homeschool Together podcast on Instagram. We'd love to hear your feedback, questions, and recommendations. Until next time. Happy homeschooling!